Thank you for tuning in to the Far Better Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to please God now, so our eternity is far better. Here is your host, Michael Clark. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Far Better Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Clark, and I'm glad that you have taken this time for this first season of our podcast, of this podcast on Scattered Abroad. I am really thankful for each and every one of you that have tuned in each week and listened and just kind of allowed me to vent. I'm sure you're probably wondering what in the world is that title about, Salad's Rule, uh, and how does that have to do with Crohn's disease? But we're going to get to that in just a moment, but just hold that in your mind. I want to encourage you, if you wouldn't mind, to subscribe to all of our podcasts and please leave us, leave us a rating and review. That would help us out tremendously. It puts us at the forefront of Apple and all of the, some of these other podcast platforms that promote us organically because we have been rated and reviewed. And if you don't like us, that's okay. Uh, maybe don't leave us a rating or review, but uh, that's all right. If you want to leave us a review that is not as, as good, uh, we are always willing to improve. And if there's things that we can be doing better, we'll definitely do it. But I am so thankful as we're in the last month, you know, the last couple of weeks of this final first season, you know, final episodes of the first season of Scattered Abroad for the Far Better podcast that we have done what we have accomplished so far. And of course, all of the glory goes to God, but I want to give you some thanks as well, some special thanks for tuning in each week and listening to the podcasts and for being involved and trying to better yourself in this life, which seems to be so incredibly difficult here lately. But we serve a God that is greater. And so I'm thankful that despite all that we have going on, despite everything that's in our lives and all of the things that are happening, you and I can still push forward. And that's what this podcast is all about, living a life right now that is pleasing to God so that our eternity is far better. Now, let's begin right where I intend to and go back to when I was a young, young child probably about seven or eight, uh, I didn't really love salads necessarily, but I started to grow in my love for salads because anytime we'd go to a steak place, whether it was at a gospel meeting or just families going out to dinner to celebrate something or just to enjoy company, they would always bring the opportunity for you to have a salad with your meal. And so I started to eat salads and I started to realize I really enjoyed eating salad. It's one of my favorite things to eat. And so I would go to Subway and didn't like sandwiches, and I would build myself a salad growing up. I know that sounds weird, but that's what I would do. I love salad. Anytime we'd go to a buffet, I would always make sure they had a salad bar before I would do anything else because I wanted to get a salad with all the fixings. And when I got sick, I was told by my doctors of a couple of things that I really couldn't do anymore. And one of them was I was not allowed to have salad. I am better about this now, partly because of what we're talking about in today's episode. 
But at the time that I was told, hey, you can't have something that you absolutely love because it is harmful to you, I didn't take that well. Um, I would go out to eat with my wife, and we would go to a restaurant, and they would have a salad option, and I would get a salad, and I would say, well, I'll just eat until I start to feel bad. That's what I'll do. I'll eat, and the moment I don't feel good anymore, I'll stop eating, and I'll let you finish a salad if you want it, or I'll just let the person take it away. The moment I don't feel like I can continue anymore, I'll stop. I'll let you do it. And it got to the point where it was so bad, so bad, that I have to really evaluate myself. And I had to make the decision that though I really love salad, I had to stop eating them. And it might seem trivial to you. It's just a salad. Why does that bother you? But it was just another casualty that my disease had given me. You know, I I didn't have a very normal life. Don't really have necessarily all that normal of a life right now either with this illness because it it's just always there. And so when salads were taken away, it was like, are you kidding me? Salads too? What else is going to go? And I was very bitter about all of it. And it got to the point where we would go out to eat and my wife would order a salad and I'd say, are you kidding me? Really? Is she going to torture me now? But probably one of the worst experiences I had was I went somewhere once to speak and they were going to feed me. And I told them about my dietary restrictions and I, I must have messed it up, messed it up in the email because where I went was an all salad bar. And I thought, oh no. <laughs> the number one thing that I cannot have is also one of the number one things that I love, and it's the only real thing they have to offer. And normally, I would have gone crazy. I would have gone back for seconds and thirds. I just, I love salads so much. This particular night, of course, I couldn't eat too much of this. So I had to get a small amount and then I had to rush back to the hotel and try to find a place where I could get some protein and and get some actual sustenance because salads didn't sit well with me. And so I finally started listening to the doctors and I didn't have salads. I would refrain from eating them. And going through these research studies, the number one question I'd almost always ask is, do you think I'll ever be able to have a salad again? You know, do you think I'll ever get to a point where I can kind of eat some foods that I love again? Is that ever going to be possible? And they always said the same thing. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And so I finally just kind of gave up on it. Until... Around October, I think, of 2019, I had gone to my doctors and talked with them, and they said, hey, look, you're progressing to a point where we believe that if you would like to try to start eating some healthier foods again that are high in fiber and other things, that we'd like to test that out and see how it goes. So we need you to to keep kind of a detailed log of how you felt after eating these things. And I said, does that include salads? They said, sure. And so 
I went home, and I honestly, you might be thinking, and he, he immediately went and got a salad. No. I was still a little scared. I see my hopes were up, and I was kind of excited because I was like, hey, this is a victory. But what if it's not? What if, just like all the other times in my life so far with this illness, I think that I'm making progress, and I'm going to eat this, and I'm going to wake up the next day and feel terrible and have to go to the hospital again. And so I did not eat a salad for a few weeks. But the church had a gathering with the youth. This is pre-COVID, so I know it's hard when we talk about having a gathering right now, but we had a pre-COVID gathering with the youth, and we had pizzas and salads. And I made a salad for the first time in four years, in 2019. And I took a bite of that salad, and it's going to sound strange to you guys, I'm sure, but I wanted to cry. I wanted to, to weep tears of joy because what I had loved for so long that I couldn't have, I was eating, and instead of the first bite causing immediate pain, I felt fine. And so I ate the rest of my salad, and I just kind of sat there and thought, I now have to hope and pray that nothing will come back to bite me later. And I'm happy to report that it didn't. I'm having salads more frequently. And I'm so excited about it. And I know that it might seem so trivial and so nonsensical that I would be doing an entire episode on salads. But I love that food. And my illness took it from me. Imagine something that you love so much food-wise. Maybe it's french fries, maybe it's a steak, maybe it's, you know, chicken tenders or whatever it is. And you're told you can never eat it again. Or you can't eat it for the foreseeable future because it causes an allergic reaction into your body. And you tell me that you would be able to sit there and say, that's not difficult. I think you might do exactly what I did, where you would deny what your doctors are saying and still eat what you shouldn't be eating. And there's two things I want to say about this. Number one, if I study passages like Galatians 6, 2, and verse 5, where it talks about bearing one another's burdens and fulfill the law of Christ, and each one shall bear his own load, his own burden— what I know from that passage is there are things that only I can bear that you can't bear for me, but there's also things that you can help me bear. And so something as trivial as a salad that's not necessarily persecution or it's not necessarily a huge burden to not be allowed to eat, but it is still something that is a little devastating. And to have people to lean upon and to talk to and my wife that was willing to, after a time, not order salads because she knew how frustrating it was for me, that's bearing a burden. That you don't have to bear. I had no choice. I had to bear it. It was mine. Couldn't give it to somebody else. But then, just recently, this hit me. My doctors told me that this was not good for me. And I rejected that and said, I don't care what you say. I'm going to do it anyway. 
Doesn't that sound like Genesis 3 to you? That God told Adam and Eve that in the midst of the garden there was a tree, and that tree had fruit that would cause the eyes of them to be opened. It was the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and had they eaten of that tree, they would surely die. And what did they say anyway? That sounds like fun. We're going to do that. If they'd only listened to the person who invented the body, who knows what's best for the body, who knows what's best for the soul, if they'd only listened to him, would there be any anguish and pain in this life? No, there wouldn't be. But you see, man has often thought, beyond salads and beyond trivial things like that, that they know better than those who do know better. You see, my doctors, it was their specialty. My disease, my illness was all they knew. It's all they studied. And so when they say, you can't have this, it's not good for you, they mean it. But to me, I hear, you're just trying to oppress something that I love and suppress me from being able to have this thing, and I don't appreciate that, so I'm not listening to you. And then I'd get upset when I wouldn't feel good. Well, I wonder why I wasn't feeling good. And friends, we commit sin And we believe that we can continue down that path and that we don't have to change and we don't have to be good people that are of the Bible that follow that plan. And then we wonder why our lives get so messed up. It's because we denied what the doctor said. It's because we denied what God said. And we often use Galatians 6, 7 out of context, talking about whatever you sow, you shall reap. But really what that passage is saying there is don't be surprised if your bad actions end up coming back and hurting you. And in the specific context of Galatians 6, we're talking about bearing one another's burdens because someone has been overtaken in a trespass, verse 1. And so verse 7 says, if you're not basically going and being somebody that will gain their brother back by following the plan of Galatians 6, 1, don't be shocked if when you fall on hard times, No one shows up to help you. God wants you, you specifically, to be blessed. And yet man so often says, thanks but no thanks. And then we wonder why our lives get so out of sorts and so out of whack. I can tell you. Because it was the same thing that caused my body to be in pain when I didn't listen to my doctors. It's a simple equation. I just wasn't following it. I'm thankful for you taking some time with me today to study about this mindset of following after God, even though it may not seem like something we want to do, that he does truly know what's best. I hope all of you will continue to strive to please God now so that your eternity and our eternities can be far better. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. 
We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.